Everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Thursday, Thursday evening. Yes, Thursday. And I am your host, Dr. Matthew Young. And this is my co-host, uh, my wife, uh, Miss Brandy Young. I started to call her Dr. Brandy, but I guess we'd call her Dr. Brandy as well. <laughs> so I thought we'd change it up to a little something different, and that way we'd have a female perspective. We couldn't find one, so we got Brandy instead. So there you go. You can talk, Brandy. You want to say hello to everybody? Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody, says Brandy. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, we are, um, this is uh, first of the first broadcast of the year for the uh, Doc Young Chronicles. Uh, you can listen to this on Apple Podcast. Does it cost anything? Why are you staring at me? Does it cost anything? And uh, uh, you can listen just audio only. And uh, if you. Uh, uh, if, if you're friends, if you want to share these uh, and they don't do social media, you can also find these on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. I was uh, doing the live stream on YouTube, but I just didn't feel like I was getting a, a um, good response on that. So I thought I'd change it up and do uh, Facebook and see uh, how that goes. And like I said, since the new year, I thought I would uh, have a co-host and see how that goes. We interview and uh, who knows what we're going to do this year. I'm trying to think of different uh, alternatives and things to do that uh, uh, is a little different from uh, a regular podcast. Why are you staring at me? And so uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, uh, try that, see how that goes. So hopefully that will go well and you will like it. So anyway, let me um, hold on here one second. Let me make sure that uh, people are aware that we are broadcasting. Uh, I was having a little problems with the internet earlier and had to reset the box. So let me double check and make sure. Brandon, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, where you're from, where'd you go to school, uh, all that good stuff. Um, well, everybody knows me. My name's Brandy Young. Um, I went to school at Daniel Boone High School, Silver Springs before that, and um, I've been married to this lovely man here for 19 years Don't almost. Don't lie, Brandy. Um, I'm actually, I'm an instructional assistant, and I work with uh, children with um, autism stuff like that and so we get to see a lot of different things um i've been a preacher's wife now for gosh how long i don't know how about long 15 years 15 i guess years, yeah <laughs> close to that i guess so and i never thought in a million years that i would be a preacher's wife but i never thought i'd be a preacher's wife either exactly but the lord so, had plans for me so yes. here we are here we are together again ebony and ivory yes so, we're total opposites yeah. anyway so um uh, yes, we are in my office, and we have a little dog trying to bust through the door to get to us. Uh, we have a daughter that apparently has no intentions of trying to help us and to keep things quiet. There we go. She's like a psycho stalker killer trying to get into uh, the office here. So anyway, uh, the dog, not my daughter. So all right. So we're going to look at, uh, we're going to open up with a passage of scripture this evening. We're going to look at uh, Ma uh, Mark chapter 7, and we're going to read, um, uh, we'll start verse 20 and go through 23, I think it'll be good. Uh, verse 20 says, And he said, That which cometh out of the man that defileth man, for from within out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, uh, talking about lust and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all these evil things come from within and defile the man. All 
right? As me old pappy always said, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Let's have a word open up with a word of prayer. Then, Father, Lord, we just thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to spread the gospel message. And uh, Lord, just be with us this evening. And uh, Lord, just let us have a good time, an enjoyable time. Let us teach, lead, and instruct. Let us glorify you, edify, and the listeners. And uh, Lord, just pray that you will bless this podcast. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, appreciate everybody watching this evening. And uh, so... One of the, you know, I was, I was trying to bait on what to uh, to do this podcast on. You're staring at me again, and uh, so uh, I'm looking at you. I'm watching you talk. <laughs> Why well, are you watching me talk for? That's okay. that's very uncomfortable and okay. very weird. You know, earlier we had a very bad argument because I asked for bacon and eggs for supper. Yes, she was kind enough to make them for me, and I'm very appreciative of that. But the one thing I love on my eggs is ketchup. You know, I love ketchup. And, uh, you know, so my mouth is salivating. I'm excited. Can't wait to dive into those those eggs and bacon. And what is the one thing she doesn't give me? Ketchup. You know, I'm on a diet, okay? I can't eat. I'm trying to cut out carbs, trying to do the, the, the keto, keto, what do you call that thing? Keto. Keto, that too. Hello, Austin. And so, uh, you know, so I'm trying to uh, uh, really watch what I eat. So I look, what I do get to eat, I treasure and I look forward to. And I just just cannot wait to pour the ketchup on those eggs and eat that. You would think, you would think, all right, she would have checked that. But do you check that? No, she doesn't check that. Instead, I uh, had to eat dry eggs with no ketchup on it. I was very upset. So we had a little bit of an argument earlier because she didn't provide. Why did you not provide me ketchup, Brandy? Well, when I get home from work and directly start cooking, I don't look at, to see if we have ketchup. I just go to the stove. At 3.30, I go to the stove. Go to the stove. And start cooking. And go start cooking. I didn't look and make inventory, and I swear I bought ketchup. Mm-hmm. She swore she bought ketchup. I swear I bought ketchup. But I had no ketchup. So, anyway. Most men would be happy they get anything. I, I am happy I get anything. Okay, I, well, then why would you complain about but ketchup? But I have simple needs, okay? Well, I have simple needs, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, but I was going to make you hamburgers. Well, still, I would need ketchup. <laughs> but he, I don't get ketchup. Guess what? He'll have ketchup so, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I don't want ketchup tomorrow. I wanted it today. Well, tomorrow, I want tomorrow. barbecue sauce. Well, then that saves me a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, you know, we tried to. There's my psycho killer dog trying to get into the uh, office again. So, anyway, uh, I was trying to figure out what to do a podcast on uh, today. And uh, we, uh, you got your phone. Text our daughter. Tell her to get that dog. Anyway, uh, it's only communicate with our daughter now. It was a text. So, uh, you know, I was trying to figure I was thinking about doing it on the Second Amendment, and that still may come around. You know, so that's kind of a, a hot-button issue right now is the Second Amendment. I'm a little, uh, I'm kind of confused. That's why I need to do a little more research as to uh, the, the point of the sanctuary cities because we have a Second Amendment right to bear arms. So, it's in the Constitution, all right. So I'm kind of confused on that. On why I don't know. It's insane. But the liberals make no sense anyway. They're schizophrenic. So anyway, I was going to talk about that tonight. But an article popped up on my news feed uh, that caught my attention. I thought would make a good discussion. And uh, Lee says, "Now, Matt, be good to the little lady. <laughs> little, Thank you, little Lee. lady." Uh, you know what? Let me... No, I better not. I was going to play something for snoring, but I better not. Yes. But anyway, so... Uh, uh, but it was about Aaron Rodgers. He's a um, uh, football player. Who's he a football player with? Uh, 
Packers or something. I, I think, think it is. Yeah. So, uh, so he was on his girlfriend's Danica Patrick's uh, uh, podcast, which that should have been a red flag in of itself because anybody should realize you don't get involved with Danica Patrick because she wrecks everything. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no. what can I say? But anyway, um, and he gets on there and says that he is no longer going to uh, uh, believe in the God of the Bible because uh, he is uh, the God of the Bible would not, if he was real and he existed, then he would not allow evil and he would not allow these things to happen. That when he was growing up, that uh, these, uh, that kids uh, were forced to go to church and it didn't matter. And that, uh, uh, so he's, he's got a God of his own making, his own design. Uh, and he didn't, he th- thinks it's weird and wrong uh, for uh, people to say that you're going to hell or that you're, uh, uh, or you're going to heaven. And that kind of thing. So, in, and so in other words, he has created a, his own God. All right, mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. He's creating his own God, and uh, and so that's what he's going to worship. Well, guess what, uh, Rogers? Uh, you know, if you uh, either believe in the God of the Bible uh, and you believe in Jesus Christ, that he uh, by through vicarious atonement, his substitutionary uh, work on the cross, that he died for our sins, uh, or you don't, because we believe that Jesus. Jesus Christ died for our sins. We believe in the God of the Bible. You will go to heaven. If you do not, then you're going to go to hell. See, people do these kind of things because they uh, uh, they want to have a sense of their own morality, mm-hmm. and they can do what they want to do without feeling uh, guilty right. about the things that they're doing. And, and they said, that, you know, God wouldn't send anybody to hell. Well, guess what? God don't send anybody to no. hell, does he? It's no. A choice. It's a choice. You make the choice. You have exactly. nobody to blame but yourself. Okay, so let's look at this a little bit in context. So uh, God is our creator and our designer, right? Yes. yes. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure, You're yes. pretty sure. I'm okay. A, I'm definitely sure. You're definitely sure. I'm definitely okay, sure. all right. Let's make sure you're clear on that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, if God is our creator, then he can choose what he wants to do with his creation, all right? And uh, if he wants to wipe us all out, he could. And he very well could have. In fact, uh, in one instance, he basically did. When you look at uh, the story of Noah, what did he do? Because the evil that was rampant, he wiped them out. Now, he decided after that point he wouldn't do that again because there's consequences for sin. See, that's why these things happen. Then again, you have people out there who mock Christianity and uh, say that... uh, Look like a bald no, head. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole generation yeah. being raised yeah. that there is no God. Yeah, and I so, mean, children. Yeah. I know. Yeah, being raised that God's. Yeah, not real, yeah. and they they don't believe in God. Their parents don't believe in God. Exactly. So, and we've got. Uh, in fact, I read somewhere on the other day where somebody's talking about uh, there's a fairy tale of this magical boat that existed, and so they, of course, mocking God and mocking Noah and mocking mm-hmm. the fact that that even existed and even happened. But see, if we want free will. All right, if we want free will, we have to take the consequences that come with it, and that is sin. Now, could God wipe out all sin? Could God uh, wipe out uh, all pain and suffering? Yes, he's an almighty God. But, okay, let's say that, um, well, why can't God stop a, uh, uh, take away all evil people? Well, then all of us would not exist. We are all, what does God's word tell us? We are, a man's heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? All right. So he, he would take us all out. He will, he'd wipe every one of us off the face of this earth if he's to remove all wicked. All right. So obviously that scenario is not going to work. 
Well, uh, what okay. if everything was perfect? Then yeah. we wouldn't need God. We, why would exactly. we wouldn't talk to God? We wouldn't have a relationship with Him because everything would be perfect. Exactly, and then that would take away free will. Exactly. See, if He, then we would no longer we would be we would be automatons. We would be uh, robotic. We would no longer have the free will uh, that God has instilled with us. See, when again, if we want free will, that comes with consequences. Right. All right, and as we are parents, okay, mm-hmm. that we set we set. Well, you, yeah, well, well, I'm, a teenager, I'm, yeah, well. I'm the parent she yeah. just does whatever teenage yeah, yeah he's yeah. the parent that let her child no have no consequences i let she has for consequences. the first nine weeks and what? then she did not do well in her geometry class and guess uh, what? what the next nine weeks she doesn't pass it and then mother has to do the punishment mother has to do the punishment okay parent of the year uh so exactly. all right so we set rules in place that our children may not always understand, okay? Mm-hmm. They may not all, you know, agree with it. They may not understand it. But we, as parents, know the consequences if they don't uh, stay in line, don't obey uh, what could possibly happen. Well, we don't always understand an infinite God as finite beings. So we don't always understand why God puts certain rules in place. And just what he's reading here, we're talking about morality, how do we decide what's good? If there is no God, how do we decide what's good? How do yeah. I know that lying is bad, that murder is wrong, that stealing right. is wrong? What If there's no God, how do we determine what is good? What do we base good on? You know, we, you know, again, man's heart's desperately wicked. How could we determine what is good and what is wrong? Right. You know, there's no way to, for us, you know, there has to be a God to decide and determine what we base good and bad on. Exactly. All right. And so, uh, you know, for him to sit, come out and say these kind of things that, uh, that a, 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 if there's a God, he wouldn't all these things to happen. In fact, the fact that God holds back certain amount of evil, demonstrates his grace and mercy. Things could be far worse and far more evil than they could be if there wasn't a God. And here's the thing. Here's the catch. is the thing that God has a plan. One day he is going to eradicate all evil. He's going to eradicate all wrong uh, in this world, but he has a plan. And he's given people time to turn and to make that proper decision to come to know Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, before that plan is fulfilled. Exactly. Because one day, as our, our, we was talking about in my daily devotion this morning, and talking about the rapture, there's a difference between the rapture and the second coming. One day, God will rapture us out, and, and we will return with him the second coming, and he'll be coming as a force, all right? He come, the first time he come, he come humbly. He come uh, in, in a lowly circumstance. This time, he'll be returning as a king on a horse and he's mm-hmm. going to wipe things out and that's when all everything all the sin of this world and the evils of this world will be eradicated the devil will be bound up and cast to the lake of fire that's when those things will be eradicated and done so the ignorance the pure uh arrogance and the ignorance of aaron rogers to spout that uh well i can't agree that there will be a, a god that allow these things to happen you know and a lot of people try to talk about god um, in the old testament that he was more fierce and more angry and more uh, uh, and that he wiped people out. You know, even then, people had free will. You know, he he was trying to demonstrate that don't follow after false gods. Don't right. go after these things that are ungodly. They still had the choice to do it. Right. But they had to deal with the consequences that come with that. And so and that's just it. You know, we have free will, but we have to understand. We have to deal with the consequences. Just as I was talking about here, was it Sunday night? I was talking about, I said, uh, uh, you know, we God forgives us, all right? But there's still consequences to right. our actions. You know, we could go, I could go rob a bank 
And I can say, God, forgive me. God can forgive me. There's no doubt about that. But guess what? There is law. There is justice that must be served. And I'm going to spend time in prison. Right. <laughs> There's consequences that come with that. Oh, oh, oh I hope. You know, here, here's this come from the woman asked me the other day. Are you going to live to 80? You know, I hope I don't disappoint. But there's a chance I could live to 80 or past that. Isn't that right, Brandy? I was just wondering. Yeah. Just making plans. Just no, making I think a... the most thing with that Aaron Rodgers is his arrogance. He yeah. thinks that he has made it that far, yeah. that he has achieved all of this on his own, yeah. that he didn't need a God or need any God to achieve that. Exactly. That's a God-given talent. Exactly. And he, he didn't and achieve anything by himself. It's a it's a level of pride. Exactly. You know? And that's just it. That's what I was talking about last night uh, when I was talking about uh, pride and putting, placing ourselves in the judgment seat of of we can forgive ourselves and um, and 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 justify sin, or we can place ourselves in the judgment seat and say that we can't be forgiven for certain things. And see, that's very we have to be very careful about mm-hmm. that. That we come to Christ in humility. That's what God wants us to have is humility. And uh, and and so it's so easy for us to put ourselves in the judgment seat to say, well, there's no way God's going to forgive me. I've done this sin so many times. You know, I was talking about last night how there's that vicious circle of sin, forgiveness. I sin, forgive. I sin, forgive. And so you get to a point sometimes you think, well, there's no way God's going to continue to forgive me. You cannot put yourself in that judgment seat. The the Almighty God, uh, He sent His only Son. He's the one who is perfect enough to forgive us of our sins, to, to be that mediator between us and God, he will determine. And there's no, and he said, Jesus said that there's no amount of forgiveness to be given. But there's the flip side of that, of that arrogance and that pride that is given to where he's, he's putting himself up there, that mm-hmm. he, he's putting faith in his own talents, his own gifts, his right. own abilities, and what he thinks is right and what exactly. he thinks is wrong. He's putting himself above God. Exactly. And that uh, right there, God can take every bit of his talent, everything away yep. from him. Now, I think he's being punished to a certain extent that he's being that he's with Danica Patrick. So oh, that, that's awful. That's awful. That, that right there in that's of itself should, is, 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 should be a little bit but of punishment. Did, so, aren't they kind of com- conflicted? Isn't yeah. she for God and he's now, not? I don't know what she believes. I didn't look that up. I think I, that I, I read was th- that. I was that thinking she, that she is. Now, his family... From what I read, are devout Christians, and uh, they're disappointed. Now they said that there they there's been a rift between him and his family since I think 2004, something to that extent. But uh, so maybe that's that might be part of his problem that he thinks he's rebelling right. against uh, his family by by making a, a, up his own god and following after that. So you know that's usually why yeah. people deny God is they're yeah. mad at him for taking a loved one. Yeah. Or. They're mad at him because things didn't go their way. You know what? Things don't go your way. Yeah. I mean, I was diagnosed with MS at 30 years old, yeah. and I thought my life was over. I thought, why, God, why would you do this to me? I, why do I deserve this? Why not? Why you know, not? And I asked those same questions 20, <laughs> 19 years ago when I, when I got married. I said, what am I being punished for? Then God, he why? said this was the best of me, wife, the best, best thing. Best thing. The best, best thing. thing it is. That's what she tells me to say or I get beat with a rolling pin. So, yes, she he is the, 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 I do love me. And so yes, I... <laughs> I do love her. I do love her. Talk about arrogance. But no, I'm just kidding. I, you know, I I don't think I've questioned God as to why, but you know, there's, you know. I know I have several times, but I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, don't listen to her. She's she sits on a throne. You're the of one that invited what? me. Yeah, you invited, invited me. me. I know. I'm I just, I'm here I for thought, the ride. I thought it would be. Uh, I thought that. Um, well, it people would get, can see how we are, really. Yes, this is exactly really, this how is we are. Exactly how we are. Like I say, this is how we are. <laughs> I do and talk country. I, I do talk the country. And, and I talk in I, circles. And I talk in the circles because of the circles, <laughs> because up. I love the circles, and circles are my friend. But anyway, uh, so, uh, you know, I don't even know where I was going now, but... Um, see? See, That now, he's rebelling against his family? Yeah, exactly. No, I was talking about with you, but anyway, um, I can't remember. I was going to say something, but I forgot now what I was going to say, and my mind went blank on me. But, oh, I know what I was going to say. Uh, one reason I thought it would make a good dynamic to have her on with the podcast is that uh, I thought it'd be nice to have a female perspective uh, that I thought women would appreciate, you know, and there'd be certain topics I think that we could tackle and hit that would uh, give her point of view uh, that I think women would appreciate, you know, uh, sometimes I think women get tired of uh, hearing men all the time and what they think and uh, so that I'm not accused of misogyny that uh, we'd have a female perspective. Well, I'm not a theologian, but I am a woman of the world. A woman. Yeah. yeah, you are. But anyway, uh, we'll save that for another time. But, you know, that's just it. Uh, that's the problem with society. That is a problem with pastors in churches. They don't have, they're no longer preaching the God of the Bible. They're preaching a God of their own design mm-hmm. and their own making. And see, that's a problem with all these new churches that are popping up now, is that uh, it's all about praise. It's all about how you feel. And and, and people aren't getting it. The, the, the speaking is dynamic, but then you walk away, ask yourself, what did I learn? What, what was he talking about? And nine times out of ten, I bet you can't even tell you what he's talking about. The, the, the speaking was articulate. It was entertaining. It was wonderful. But what was you getting from it? What was the, where's the meat at? See, that's the problem because so many of these preachers, they've got their own God that they're pushing out there to make everybody feel warm and fuzzy and comfortable and think they've had some spiritual moment. And when in fact, that's all it was, was a moment, was a, a fleeting moment of feeling. Well, I, uh, I actually talked to a lady the other day and uh-huh. she, her church, her pastor said, you know, praise is important because you can remember the songs and the words to those songs, yeah. but do you remember what I preached on? Yeah, that's it. And see, she was like, oh, yeah, I did remember all the songs, but yeah. I couldn't really tell you all see, the things the that he thing. said. Yeah. Well, what's the point? I mean, yeah. if you don't know the Bible, if he's not preaching the Bible, then what's your defense? Exactly. That's where you get your meat. That's where you learn to grow spiritually. That's what brings conviction which brings about repentance and realize makes you understand you're in need of a savior. Exactly. If all you're hearing is justification of your sin, that everything's okay, it's all right to live alternative lifestyles, or or you can you know whatever it may be, uh, then where's the conviction of sin? Where's right. the realization that I'm in need of a savior? And see, that's where you need to ask yourself when you go into these churches that are hyping you up spiritually. Uh, I mean, as far as feeling wise, I mean, you know, uh, ask yourself, are you am I getting you know, praise has its time and place, and that's fine again and we need that but are you getting real meat are you growing spiritual that's yeah. what you got to ask yourself uh, thanks austin he put she's prettier than you matt laugh out loud thank you. <laughs> thank you. well i'm glad you think that well she is a lot prettier than i am but uh hey but you got to see her before she waxes she's got a beard thicker than mine but anyway uh no, a woman's gotta do what a woman's gotta do i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> so you know i'm not saying these things to say oh well matt thinks his is the only church and i'm not no. saying that there are a lot of good Great 
godly churches out there. We that know a believe, lot of good yeah, godly pastors. We do, and uh, and so uh, so you know, I, I'm not saying that ours is the only church. Now, there's some churches out there I can think of in particular that uh, they that they're the only ones going to heaven. So uh, you know, there are those out there. But I'm not saying that. I'm not saying my church is the only church. I'm not saying that we're the only ones that preach the gospel. And I'm not saying that. Uh, by no stretch of imagination, I'm just saying there's a lot of new churches popping up right now, and there's all the whole thing they're doing each Sunday is just evoking a feeling, and they're and you're not getting any real meat. And if there's no real meat, and there's no real growth, then that's where there's a problem where you're being stunted spiritually, and that's what you got to be aware of. There's a lot of wolves of sheep clothing out there uh, who are just like this uh, Aaron Rodgers out there who's, mm-hmm. who's created their own God because they found the God of the Bible uh, too convicting of their sins mm-hmm. that they don't like what's being said and they don't want to hear about heaven and hell and uh that's the problem there's not enough preachers out there preaching hellfire damnation you know yeah. uh some preach it too much you know there, yeah. there's a flip side of that there's some don't preach it at all there's some preaching too much that's all you scare hear it. yeah we can't scare people into heaven but we have to come to the realization that there is a god and there is only one true god and that's the god of the bible and he did send his only son out of his grace and mercy to save us all right. He could have, he, at least he chose to save a few. He could have sat up there and said, you know what? I'm not going to save anybody, you know? And just, and we would all went to hell, every single one of us. But out of his grace and mercy, he's at least sent his son to save some. And so praise God for that. So if he is so evil and so uh, immoral, uh, then he would not have bothered with that. But we have a loving, gentle, kind and gracious God who does forgives us and he doesn't uh, uh, have set a limit on how many times he forgives us. So to me, that is not an evil God. That is a gracious, loving God that we serve. Well, I kind of want to put a difference in. I mean, if that Aaron Rodgers is against God and that Danica is for God, you can't mix two together. You can't be an uncle yoke together. I mean, you can't be married to somebody or be in a relationship with somebody that you love God and they don't, or vice versa, they love God and you don't. You get married, you have children, you raise those children. Conflicts, things conflict. People think that you can leave religion out and it's not going to happen. At some point, it's going to clash. And there's an order. These women, I'm 40 years old. I've was raised whatever i just turned 40 don't worry about it just a week or two ago i'm 29 but a lot of these women they feel like they're being oppressed if like if i say i make my husband coffee in the morning they feel like i'm being oppressed i do it because i love him i do it because that is a woman's it's i'm not saying it's a woman's role yeah but it's here to be a helpmate. You're, yeah. It's not that women can do everything a man can do. He they're, helps they're, me. They're here to do everything a man can't do. And right. vice versa, we're together as a team. Exactly. A man is to be a protector. You know, I love that picture I put on Facebook yesterday, and it showed the man uh, holding the woman who's holding a baby. It said, yeah. it said the man, woman's job is to uh, hold and cradle the baby, and the man is to protect the wife. See, right. and that's what these gender studies do. They want to push out there that, uh, oh, if you uh, if a man is to be the head of the home, well, that's misogyny. Exactly. But that's we're seeing just the exact opposite now. We're seeing misandry, which is a hatred towards men. It's like everything is pushed towards and geared towards little girls and women. You could be everything and anything you want to be. Little boys, shut up. We don't want to hear that. You're you're a misogynist. You right. need to sit down and shut up. Uh, you, you know, we, we you need to be held back. Men, and they you know, act like so, yeah. they just, this yeah. just happened about women being so oppressed. When I was yeah. growing up, I thought that I could be anything. Yeah. I was taught I could be anything. Yeah, in society, yeah. I thought I could be anything. And you can throughout time, women have been there. 
there's been there were times when women could vote. And, exactly. And, and so, but now yeah. they make it seem like it's always been yeah. like that. Yeah. Look, there's a woman that is a NASCAR driver. Yeah. There's exactly. women that do with this. We have a daughter. Yeah. I think that she could do anything yeah, in the she world. Can. As long as she puts Christ first, her exactly. or my son, either one could be anything they want to be. But Hollywood exile, which is in the last year or two, they just liberated woman for whatever. You know, and there's reason, nothing so. wrong with being a housewife. There's nothing wrong yeah. with me. I, I'm glad that he's the head of the house. I'm glad that he protects me. I'm glad that he does everything that I don't want to. And I do everything that he don't want to. Yeah. I have to deal with that 16-year-old monster in there. <laughs> you know, women's suffrage uh, had its place. And it was right. it was good that they uh, did fight for the rights. You know, I'm not against that. I'm not against women succeeding, you know. Uh, there are women CEOs, women doctors. You know, right. if we lived in such an oppressive society, you know, we have women running for president right now. Right. If we live in such a oppressive society, these things wouldn't be available. But you, uh, Hollywood acts like it, uh, that women aren't allowed to do anything. But, you know, uh, that's why... Man has perverted what God has ordained. You know mm-hmm. that uh, uh, that we that uh, that He placed men and women to be together. That uh, that's that's the how uh, marriage to be set up between one man and one woman. Right. But man has perverted that, and that's why you see uh, the the perversion uh, of of adultery and, and same sex relationships and all these things because man out of sinful hearts has perverted what God has ordained. And so uh, there's you know we are to work together equally. We're to bear be a team but I'm to be the head of the household spiritually and I'm to have my family at church I'm to lead by example I'm to be seen reading my Bible seen uh, spending time in prayer that's what a man does and so uh, but uh, you know and, and it's, it, when you see that women are to be submissive to their husband that is spiritually yeah. because if you read on down it says that man is to love his wife as his own body whoever hated their own body so right. we, we, we are to work together do we fight and argue yes of you know we're going to live together we're <laughs> going to fight and argue if you always understand that i'm right all the time things will go a lot better that's so. it that's it that's it <laughs> well i know you all know that's not true no but if you're yeah. but if he was a christian and i wasn't yeah we wouldn't have made it this far exactly both fresh and salt water keep flowing at the exactly. same fountain and a lot of people have the mistake and uh, idea that uh I'll oh i can change them. that and you can't they'll pull you down a whole lot quicker than they pull exactly. you up and it kills me to see people who come to church regularly and then as soon as they get married, they're gone. Yeah. You don't see them again. And uh, it, it's, you know, the, I guess whoever they're dating uh, just patronizes them and, uh, for a short time. And then once they get them married. And, get the hooks in them. Yep, they're gone. And they either fall out of church or go to another church. Hey, as long as they're going to church, that's, you know, I guess that's the main thing that matters. But it just, right. it just breaks my heart to see them not there anymore. But, you know, that have, I see that all the time as a pastor. And I, got, I, could, I couldn't... Use two hands. The amount of people I've seen come through that they tended regular. They're all every time the doors are open. As soon as they got married, never saw them again. So right. that's sad. It really is. But that's just it with this Aaron Rodgers and this Danica Patrick. If it was to work, it's not going to. If no. she is, if she is claiming to be a Christian yeah. and he's got this own version of God that he has, it's not going to work. No. And uh, it's sad to see uh, the, how the the, de- the God of this world has blinded so many people and is leading them down the wrong path. And it can happen so easily. And that's why we have to be as wise as serpents, as harmless as doves. We have to be on our guard because, as God's Word tells us, the devil walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's waiting for that weak moment. He's waiting for that weak second that he can reach in and destroy you. And he and he wants to separate us from the love of God at all costs. And let's hope and pray that it's Aaron Rodgers, that, uh, uh, that God will touch his heart and mind, that he'll realize the error of his ways and his mistakes that he's making, and he will change before it's too late and uh, because I, as I was talking about this morning 
We cannot see how this world is imploding in on itself and not think that Jesus Christ is not returning mm -hmm. soon. Christ is returning soon. And if you don't have your heart where it needs to be, you will go to hell. And as there's and everybody has to stand before yes. judgment. And then everybody will claim him as yeah. king. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers will be on his face yes. begging and yeah. praising God. Every and knee no shall one, bow. Yes. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so those who do not know him, they will be judged for every single thing they've ever said and done. For those who are saved, we'll be stand in judgment for things we've done after we come to know Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and how we presented ourselves in this world. Were we a witness? Did we witness? Did right. we uh, pursue a spiritual relationship with Christ? Now, these things will come into play. And uh, so I hope that you're serving God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, and being, and loving your neighbor as yourself. That is the first and greatest commandment. And so make sure that you are doing that daily. And as you're taking your spiritual pulse and wherever you go to church, and, and I hope and pray that you're going to a good, godly Christian church, that you take a hard look. Am I, uh, am I only going there for an emotional high or am I actually gleaning and, and really getting some Trying real meat and learning? Am I being convicted over things that are in my life? Am I, am I being forced into repentance or am I just going there and leaving with a warm and fuzzy feeling? And that's what you've got to ask yourself each and every day. So, all right. All well... Right. Exactly. That well, sounds great. Sounds great, <laughs> she says. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed our little podcast, and uh, I look forward to having Brandy in, in future podcasts. Uh, Lord willing, we'll do this uh, weekly, and uh, we're going to try, try to think of new and exciting topics to hit. Uh, I'm even thinking about going to uh, different places to even do podcasts and cool. to maybe do some like a man on the street type of interviews and cool. see where we uh, uh, see get thoughts and ideas. And I don't know, we're going to try to change the things up, make it a little interesting in this new year. So I uh, appreciate each of you all for watching and God bless and Lord willing, we'll catch you next week. So thanks for watching.